0: This is the Bible in One Year, Day 210. Four Sacrifices That Please God Looking back at my life, I now realise how many sacrifices my parents made out of love for my sister and me. I wish I had appreciated that more at the time. My parents came from a generation that were very familiar with the idea of sacrifice. They both fought in World War II. Many of their contemporaries had sacrificed their lives their fellow human beings and for their country. The whole idea of making sacrifices, great or small, seems more alien to our generation. The vast majority of biblical references to sacrifice are in the Old Testament. These passages prefigure Jesus' sacrificial death for us on the cross. In the New Testament, almost all the references are about Jesus' sacrifice, the death of Jesus as one perfect and complete sacrifice fulfilling all the Old Testament preparation and prediction. We do not need to make any sacrifices for our sins. Yet, the New Testament tells us that there are four sacrifices you can make that please God. From Psalm 89
1: If his sons forsake my law and do not follow my statutes, if they violate my decrees and fail to keep my commands, I will punish their sin with the rod, their iniquity with flogging. But I will not take my love from him, nor will I ever betray my faithfulness. I will not violate my covenant or alter what my lips have uttered. Once for all, I have sworn by my holiness, and I will not lie to David that his line will continue forever, and his throne endure before me like the sun. It will be established forever like the moon, the faithful witness in the sky.
0: Thank God for the sacrifice of Jesus. God is holy and loving. God loved David. He said, I will not take my love from him. God, in his love, made a covenant with David and his people. It was a covenant of grace but it required a response of obedience to the law. But what would happen if they did not keep the law? If that happened, if his sons forsake my law and do not follow my statutes, if they violate my decrees and fail to keep my commands, a penalty would be required. The New Testament tells us that God came in the person of his son, Jesus Christ, to take that penalty by offering himself as the sacrifice for sin. Through that sacrifice God's love and holiness were both fully expressed and satisfied and you need make no further sacrifice for sin. Thank you Lord so much for the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross for me. Thank you that no further sacrifice is required for my sins. New
1: Testament from Romans 11 and 12 Oh, the depths of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God! How unsearchable His judgments and His paths beyond tracing out! Who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been His counselor? Who has ever given to God that God should repay them? For from Him and through Him and for Him are all things. To Him be the glory for ever. Amen. Romans Do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good.
0: Make sacrifices that please God. In this passage, we see four sacrifices that you can make in response to Jesus' sacrifice for you. First, Sacrifice of your lips. The writer of Hebrews says, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. For with such sacrifices, God is pleased. Much of the first 11 chapters of Romans are about the sacrifice of Jesus for us. Paul, having set out all that God has done for us, responds with a sacrifice of praise. Second, sacrifice of your life. Paul continues, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, because of all that Jesus has done for us through the sacrifice of himself on the cross, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. God wants you to offer all of yourself and all of your lives. Your time, ambitions, possessions, ears, mouths and sexuality as well as your mind, emotions and attitudes. Paul's description of a living sacrifice also reminds us that you have to go on offering your life as a sacrifice to God. Offering the whole of your life for the whole of your life. As Eugene Peterson translates it in the message, Take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. In Old Testament times, living sacrifice would be a contradiction in terms. The whole point of the sacrifice was that it was killed. Jago Wynne writes, Our act of worship is no longer to bring a sacrifice, but to be one ourselves. We remain living. It is all of us that's being offered. Worship is about what I say with my tongue. It's about what I watch, what I think, where I go with my feet. Third, sacrifice of your loot. Generous giving is another New Testament sacrifice. Paul encourages the sacrifice of generosity in contributing to the needs of others. Share with God's people who are in need. This is another sacrifice the writer of Hebrews says pleases God to share with others. We are even to give generously to our enemies. Our scriptures tell us that if you see your enemy hungry, go buy that person lunch. Or if he's thirsty, get him a drink. Your generosity will surprise him with goodness. Fourth, Sacrifice of your love. In this passage, Paul gives many examples of the sacrifice of loving service. The writer of Hebrews says, Do not forget to do good and to share with others with such sacrifices. God is pleased. Doing good means giving up things that are not good. Don't let the world around you squeeze you into its mould. Although God only asks us to give up the bad stuff in our lives, it can feel costly to do so because that stuff is superficially attractive. Repentance is a very positive word, but at the time it may seem sacrificial. Sacrificial love involves allowing God to transform us by a complete change. Our love must be sincere. The Greek word for sincere means without hypocrisy, or literally without play-acting, or without a mask. Often relationships in the world are quite superficial. We all put up fronts or masks to protect ourselves. When we see governments doing this, we call it spin. When we do it ourselves, we call it image we're protecting something. In effect, we are saying, I don't really like what I am inside, so I will pretend I am somebody different. If other people are doing the same, then there are two fronts or masks meeting. The sad result is that the two real people never meet. This is the opposite of sincere love. Sincere love means taking off your mask and daring to reveal who you are. When you know that God loves you as you are, you are set free to take off your mask. This means that there is a completely new depth and authenticity in your relationships. Instead of trying to impress people with our masks, as we reveal who we truly are with all our flaws, we connect through our vulnerabilities. Paul urges Christians to live in harmony with one another and to be generous, hospitable, forgiving, empathetic, and to live at peace with everyone. It's a glorious picture of the Christian family into which God calls us, beckoning us into an atmosphere of love, joy, patience, faithfulness, generosity, hospitality, blessing, rejoicing, harmony, humility, and peace, where good is not overcome by evil, but evil is overcome with good. Lord, today, I offer you my body as a living sacrifice. I am available to you. I give everything I have to you again. My life, time, money, ambitions— plans, hopes, and desires. Show me your good, pleasing, and perfect will. Old Testament from
1: 1 Chronicle 6 The sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. The sons of Kohath, Amram, Itza, Hebron, and Aziel. The children of Amram, Aaron, Moses, and Miriam the sons of Aaron. Nadab, Abihu, Eliezer, and Ithamar. Eliezer was the father of Phinehas. Phinehas, the father of Abishua. Abishua, the father of Bacchae. Bacchae, the father of Azai. Azai, the father of Zerahiah. Zerahiah, the father of Mereoth. Mereoth, the father of Amariah. Amariah, the father of Ahitub. Ahitub the father of Zadok. Zadok, the father of Ahimahaz, Ahimaaz the father of Azariah, Azariah, the father of Johanan, Johanan, the father of Azariah. It was he who served as priest in the Temple, Solomon, built in Jerusalem. Azariah, the father of Amariah, Amariah, the father of Ahitub, Ahitub, the father of Zadok, Zadok, the father of Shalom, Shalom, the father of Hilkiah, Hilkiah, the father of Azariah, Azariah the father of Siriah, and Siriah the father of Jozadek. Jozadek was deported when the Lord sent Judah and Jerusalem into exile by the hand of Nebuchadnezzar. The Sons of Levi Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. These are the names of the sons of Gershon, Libni and Shimei, the sons of Kohath, Amram, Itza, Hebron, and Aziel. The sons of Merari, Malai and Mushai. These are the clans of the Levites listed according to their fathers of Gershon, Libnai his son, Jehath his son, Zima his son, Joah his son, Ido his son, Zira his son, and jeatharai his son. The descendants of Kohath, Aminadab, his son, Korah his son, Asa his son, Elkanah his son, Abiasaph his son, Asa his son, Tehath, his son, Uriel his son, Azaya his son, and Sheol his son. The descendants of Elkanah Amasai, Ahimoth, Elkanah his son, Zophai his son, Nahath his son, Elihab, his son, Jeroham his son, Elkanah his son, and Samuel, his son. The sons of Samuel, Joel, the firstborn, and Abijah, the second son. The descendants of Mereri, Malai, Libnai, his son, Shimei, his son, Azah, his son, Shimei, his son, Agaiah his son, and Asiah, his son. These are the men David put in charge of the music in the house of the Lord after the ark came to rest there. They ministered with music before the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, until Solomon built the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem. They performed their duties according to the regulations laid down for them. Here are the men who served together with their sons. From the Kohathites, Heman, the musician, the son of Joel, the son of Samuel, the son of Elkanah, the son of Jeroham. The son of Eliel, the son of Toa, the son of Zaph, the son of Alkana, the son of Mahath, the son of Amasi, the son of Elkana, the son of Joel, the son of Azariah, the son of Zephaniah, the son of Tehath, the son of Asa, the son of Abiasaf, the son of Korah, the son of Itza, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, the son of Israel and Heman's associate Asaph, who served at his right hand. Asaph, son of Berechiah, the son of Shimei, the son of Michael, the son of Beasiah, the son of Malkiah, the son of Ethnai, the son of Zirah, the son of Adiah, the son of Ethan, the son of Zimmah, the son of Shimei, the son of Jehath, the son of Gershon, the son of Levi. And from their associates, the Meray at his left hand, Ethan, son of Kaishai, the son of Abdai, the son of Malok, the son of Hashabiah, the son of Amaziah, the son of Hilkiah, the son of Amzai, the son of Benai, the son of Shema, the son of Malai, the son of Mushai, the son of Merayri, the son of Levi. Their fellow Levites were assigned to all the other duties of the tabernacle, the house of God. But Aaron and his descendants were the ones who presented offerings on the altar of burnt offering and on the altar of incense in connection with all that was done in the most holy place, making atonement for Israel, in accordance with all that Moses, the servant of God, had commanded. These were the descendants of Aaron. Eleazar, his son, Phineas, his son; Abishua, his son; Bakai, his son; Azai, his son; Zerahiah, his son; Mariath, his son; Amariah, his son; Ahitub, his son; Zadok, his son, and Ahimaaz, his son. These were the locations of their settlements allotted as their territory. They were assigned to the descendants of Aaron, who were from the Kohathite clan because the first lot was for them. They were given Hebron in Judah with its surrounding pasture lands, but the fields and villages around the city were given to Caleb, son of Jephunneh. So the descendants of Aaron were given Hebron, the city of refuge, and Libna, Jata, Eshtomoah, Hilen, Debia, Ashan, Jatta, and Beth Shemesh together with their pasture lands and from the tribe of Benjamin they were given Gibeon, Jeba, Alameth, and Ananthoth, together with their pasture lands. The total number of towns distributed among the Kohathite clans came to thirteen. The rest of Kohath's descendants were allotted ten towns from the clans of half the tribe of Manasseh. The descendants of Gershon, clan by clan, were allotted thirteen towns from the tribes of Issachar, Asher, Naphtali, and from the part of the tribe of Manasseh that is in Bashan. The descendants of Mereri, clan by clan, were allotted twelve towns, from the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and Zebulun. So the Israelites gave the Levites these towns and their pasture lands. From the tribes of Judah, Simeon, and Benjamin, they allotted the previously named towns. Some of the Kohathite clans were given as their territory towns from the tribe of Ephraim, In the hill country of Ephraim, they were given Shechem, a city of refuge, and Giza, Jokmiam, Bethhoron, Ajalon, and Gathrimon, together with their pasture lands. And from half the tribe of Manasseh, the Israelites gave Aena and Biliam, together with their pasture lands, to the rest of the Kohathite clans. The Gershonites received the following. From the clan of the half-tribe of Manasseh, they received Golan in Bashan, and also Ashtaroth, together with their pasture lands. From the tribe of Issachar, they received Kedesh, Dabarath, Ramath, and Anem, together with their pasture lands. From the tribe of Asher, they received Meshal, Abdon, Yukok, and Rehob, together with their pasture lands. And from the tribe of Naphtali, they received Kedesh in Galilee, Hamon, and Kirjathaim, together with their pasture lands. The Meraerites, the rest of the Levites, received the following. From the tribe of Zebulun, they received Jokneum, Kata, Ramono, and Tabor, together with their pasture lands. From the tribe of Reuben across the Jordan, east of Jericho, they received Beza in the wilderness, Jaza, Kedemoth, and Mephaiah, together with their pasture lands. And from the tribe of Gad, they received Ramoth in Gilead, Mahanaim, Heshbon, and Jazer, together with their pasture lands.
0: Understand the sacrifices in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, the priests were the mediators between God and the people. Aaron and his sons offered the sacrifices on the altar. They made atonement for Israel. Priesthood was hereditary. The priests were descendants of Levi. The chronicler lists the sons of Levi. We see that all those who served in the tabernacle, later To become the temple, were regarded as being of Levitical descent. The chronicler stresses the importance of the temple. The temple was a place of worship where God's Spirit dwelt. David put some of the Levites in charge of the music in the house of the Lord. These are the persons David appointed to lead the singing in the house of God. They were the ministers of music in the place of worship. Other Levites were required to present sacrifices on the altar, making atonement. As we saw earlier, A simplified definition of atonement is at-one-ment. In other words, God providing a means through which people can be at one with him. This was the pattern throughout the Old Testament. The need for sacrifice and the making of atonement prefigured the final, complete and sufficient sacrifice of Jesus. Such passages remind us of how amazing it is that sacrifices for sin are no longer necessary because of the one true and perfect sacrifice. Of Jesus, thank you, Lord, that all that is required of us today is a response to Your sacrifice—to offer You the sacrifices of praise, of our bodies, of doing good, and sharing with others. Thank You that with such sacrifices You are pleased. I pray that You would pour out Your Spirit on our sacrifices.
1: Pepper adds, Romans twelve, verse twenty one says. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Doing good is the most powerful way to stop
0: evil spreading.